Hi there. I want to thank you for logging on to my podcast, A Spiritual Update. You will be receiving a lot of information about the news, current trends. Um, it will be updates relating to God's perspective, to what the Bible is saying uh, regarding what is happening right now around the world. Not only that, but there will be messages that will relate to Christian living situations that we are going through as everyday Christians battles that we are facing, opposition from the world. So I believe that these messages will shed light to many things that we are going through, many things around the world that are happening right now. I pray without further ado that you are blessed by receiving this message. God bless you. Um, the, the message, um, I'm going to try to make it um, as short as possible. Because um, I want to have time to to uh, minister at the end, um, so so thank you all for logging on. If you can um, have your cameras on, um, I see more more people have their cameras on. Thank you, um, you know. So um, it's it's good to to see your your faces. Um, so um, with that being said, um, really quick, I want to go to to today's message is um, expecting to reap, expecting to reap a harvest. That's the, that's the topic, that's the name of the lesson. Um, so, so today's message, um, I want to go really quick to the book of Luke, Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Okay, Luke chapter 6, verse 38. If you have a Bible, uh, if you have the Bible app really quick, you can go to it. Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Um, those of you that are here for the first time, I want to welcome you. Thank you for logging on. Um, I believe that today's message is going to minister to your life. It's going to be an impact to your life. Amen? Amen. 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 Uh, does someone want to so, read the scripture? someone have it? I got it. What verse is it? Luke uh, 6, verse 38. Give, and it will be given to you a good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Amen. This Bible verse is saying, give, and it will be given to you. To the measure that you give, it shall be given back to you. Uh, <clears throat> so, with that, um, I want to give the introduction to this message and um, there, there are laws on earth. Okay? How many of you know that there's laws on earth? There's the law of gravity. Um, you know, there, there's so many laws. The, the law of genetics, the, the gravitational pull. The, there's so many laws um, on this earth that, that um, they are placed on earth for a purpose. They got placed on earth for a purpose. And this law of sowing and reaping is a law that God established in his word. Um, it's just like any other law that you would probably hear in science. Um, but obviously this, this law was established by God. It has a spiritual purpose. Um, it is proven every now, you know, from, from the beginning of the foundation of the world till now, it has been proven. It has been something that has been declared. It is something that is real, that um, to the measure that you give, to the measure that you saw, um, God will multiply that back into your life. Okay, so today's uh, message, it talks about what is the law of sowing and reaping. Okay, 
Um, I want us to go also to the book of Galatians, chapter 6, verse 7. Uh, many of you, you've heard um, what is sowing, what is reaping. Um, sowing is to, is to give. Reaping is when you receive. Um, I'm going to be going um, a little bit deeper into what these meanings are. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, it says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will reap. Okay? And this law is so important. Amen. Whatever you and thank you for that, amen. Whatever you and I sow in life, listen to this, because a lot of times when we hear about the law of sowing and reaping, we just automatically attribute it to money, and it doesn't work like that. Um, the Bible, this verse says, Galatians chapter six verse seven. Whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. What does that mean? Uh, maybe doors are not opening for you for a job. You know, um, maybe there are things in your life that you're trying to excel or you're trying to pursue and you see that doors are not opening for you. If you are reaping that in, in the natural realm, if you are reaping that, if that is what you've been receiving, it is because there's no sowing that you've done. There's no good sowing that you've done. If people don't like you as a person, it is because you haven't given yourself to build strong relationships. There's people right now that they don't have strong friendships because they have not sold their friendship. They have not sold. And because of that, they haven't reached strong relationships. This comes in the area of finances. This comes in any area of your life that you want something in return. You want to reap blessings. You want to reap healing. You want to reap God's presence. But in order for you to reap what you want to reap, you need to make sure that you're sowing what God wants you to sow. So what, what, is, what is the law of sowing and reaping? If you can write this down, it is a divine exchange, okay? Say it with me, a divine exchange. If you can write it down, a divine exchange. Divine exchange. Amen. A divine exchange of economies, okay? Man give God from his economy, write this down, Man give God, listen to this, man give God from his economy, and in return, God makes him a partaker of the economy of heaven. I'm going to repeat it again. So, Amen. So man, Amen. so man give from their economy, okay? We give out of what we have. We give out of what our economy. That is the law of sowing. We sow out of what we have, and then we reap out of God's economy. I came here to tell you that your father, okay, our father in heaven, he owns all the silver and gold in the entire world, okay? Our father is the owner of all the silver, all the gold, whatever it is that you need, God created that. Whatever you're in need of, it's in heaven, okay? It's there in heaven. In heaven, there's a warehouse of your blessing. In heaven, there's a warehouse of deliverance. There's a warehouse of your freedom. There's a warehouse of your provision. In heaven, listen, in heaven, there's a warehouse filled with blessings. And God wants to begin to release them over his children. He wants to release them. But you know what's the problem? Why God cannot release them? Because we are not fulfilling this law. We have not made enough seeds. We have not deposited enough seeds. What do I mean by seeds? Okay, it doesn't have to be money. It can be time. It can be our service to God. 
There's a lot of people right now that they want to reap God's blessings, but they don't want to sow anything into return. All we want to do is just receive. Give me, give this, give that. But God, he wants you and I to make sure that we are sowing. Can I hear an amen? Amen. 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 This is, amen. Even investors, I want you guys to listen to this. Even investors, people that invest, they know this principle. I work in the banking industry, and I've seen that people, okay, they want they, they want a big return, but they don't want to make a big risk. <laughs> you know, they want to deposit a hundred thousand dollars, and they want us to give them like twenty percent of that interest every month, and it doesn't work like that. You know, when there's not when there's not big risk. God cannot, you know, like you cannot get anything back. Okay. So when you invest, when you make an investment, that's a different story because you're risking your money. And because you're risking your money, you have the opportunity to have a higher return. And investors, they know this principle. They, they invest large yes. amounts of money because, because they invest large amounts of money. They know that they're going to get a large amount of money in return. That also, it applies into your spiritual life. If you want God's blessings, you need to make sure that you take risks. You need to make sure that you risk yourself. Go into the presence of God and pray. A lot of people say, oh my God, I'm investing so much time in prayer. Well, you are, you are doing the best investment that you can in the presence of God. You are seeking his presence. You are honoring him. You are worshiping him. You are offering spiritual sacrifices unto God. All the blessings that I have up to this day have been because of the seeds that I have sown into my life. Seeds of my service, seeds of, of believing in God, seeds of pursuing God, seeds of time, seeds of money, gas, people that I've taken to, to, to church, to house of peace. All of these seeds that, I, that I've invested throughout the years, I have reaped the rewards. And now for me to go to my next dimension, to where God wants to take me to, I need to make even more spiritual deposits. I need to make even more spiritual sacrifices. All of you that are right here, God is demanding more seeds from you. God wants to begin to water those. Amen. He wants to begin. Thank you for that. Amen. He wants to bless you wholeheartedly. He wants to bless you like never before. Listen, there's many of you that you're saying, man, but I can't be blessed with a car. I don't have a family member that is rich. I had that situation. I didn't have a family that had a million dollars in their, in their account. You know, my family, they came from a very humble life. And I didn't have people that were able to bless me. But I have a father of the universe that he has all the riches. He has all the silver. Everything belongs, him. Everything belongs to God. And if you are God's son, if you are his daughter, you have access to those blessings. And I remember that I said, God, you know what? I would see people being blessed with cars. I would see people being blessed. And, 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 um, and I remember that as I was winning souls, as I was evangelizing, and I was bringing people to the house of peace, bringing people to the house of God, um, one, of the one of the people where I started doing the house of peace, that he was, he was a businessman, and he was touched. He was ministered. I prayed for him. You know, God ministered to him. And, and all of a sudden, he's, he, he um, came up to me at the end of the house of peace, and he said, you know what? I, I feel from God to be able to sow into your life to provide for your first car. I was like 17 at that time. 
you know, and he told me, you know what, I don't know why, but I just feel to bless you, you know, go look for a car. And when you have the price, let me know because I want to pay for it, you know, and I was, I was shaken by this. I'm like, man, you know, because, because the word is true that it says that what you sow, you shall reap. I remember that testimony and I will always share it until the day that Jesus takes me because at that moment, that, that, that word, that promise, it became evident to me, you know, that that I sold, I sold my service unto God. God, he saw that I was bringing people with buses. I was taking the buses to, to make it to the house of peace and all of this. And God out of nowhere found a way to bless me through a person. There's many of you right now that you're trying to see, I don't have enough money for this. I don't have enough money for that. But I came here to tell you that God wants to bring people to bless your life. God wants wow. to bring people yes. that will fund your Amen. Yes. God wants to bring people that will fund your next business idea. God wants to bring people that are going to take yes. you to yes. Amen. Amen. level. But in order for you to enter that, you need to make sure that you're sowing seeds. You need to make sure that you're following this principle. If you want a high return, you need to sow high. <laughs> Can I hear an amen? Amen. 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 So write this down. Amen. The law of sowing and reaping, it gives God the legal right to prosper us. Okay? And it also activates expectation in your faith. Okay? Tradition, tradition has taught us that we cannot demand anything in return. I'll say it to you right now at the end of every discipleship, at the end of every house of peace. We always, you know, usually we collect an offering. We send out a text message. And um, a lot of people that work, they do this out of obligation. They do it because um, maybe they feel like, you know, they feel like they have to give. But it's become a tradition and we have forgotten to expect out of God. We've forgotten to expect returns from God. And, and, and a lot of times the churches, the, the, this is a tradition that came from the Catholic church, but all the, there's many churches that they practice this, that as we give our tithes and as we give our offerings, we don't expect anything in return. And that's a lie from the enemy because the Bible says, test me in this, that if you will give your tithes into the storehouse, that the, I will open the windows of heaven. It says it in the book of Micah. I will open the windows of heaven over your life and I will bless you and I will provide for you. There's open heavens when you give your tithes, when you give your offerings. There's a portal in heaven that, that comes Amen. over And when you are not giving your tithes and offerings, you know what happens? Those doors begin to shut down in your life. Uh, some of us were saying, oh, but God is not blessing you. Well, tithes and offerings, that, that's a sin. When we don't give tithes and we don't give offerings, that's also considered a sin. And that can also substitute us from receiving God's blessings. So, so it is important for us that whenever we are sowing, okay, whether it's time, whether it's money, whatever it is that you're giving, you, we must have an attitude of expectation. Can I hear an amen? You must have an attitude. Amen. 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 Those of you that are serving God, those of you that have been evangelizing, those of you that have been winning souls, that have been bringing people to the house of peace, 
I got news for you. God has not forgotten every seed that you've sown. He has not forgotten every time that you try to bring someone to the house of God. God is a God that he does not forget. He remembers that heart to be able to preach to souls. He remembers everything, everything. He has a, a memory of every good deed that you've done. Every every soul Amen. that you've won, every person that you witnessed to, every time that you've spent in his presence, every fasting, every petition that you've ever presented before God, every wow. vow that you've done before God, that you've done it out of your heart. God is a God that he does not forget. And he is getting ready. Those of you that have been sowing, those of you that have been doing, uh, you know, sowing, making spiritual sacrifices, God is getting ready to bless you beyond this world, beyond what you could never imagine. God wants to bless you. Can I hear an amen? Only one person is receiving that. Amen. 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 Oh, but I don't work right now. Oh, but I'm, you know, maybe you're 15, you're 16, you're going to school. Well, your family is going to be blessed through you. I remember when I was going to the church, I was 16. I was, I was still 17. I was not, um, I was not having a full-time job yet, but I remember that there were many times that we were about to get evicted from our place because our, our family couldn't pay the bills. And I remember that God will bring people into, into, um, into my mother's life um, to be able to bless us, to be able to provide for us. There was one time I'll never forget that God supernaturally in the span of a day, he provided the money, um, you know, and, and, and it was through our faith. It was, you know, she didn't have $3,000 in her savings account or, you know, or $10,000. Like it was supernaturally, you know, and God wants to begin to release those blessings onto your life. Those of you that you need cars, those of you that you need a job, those of you that need God's supernatural blessings, God is getting ready to release them over your life. He's ready to release provision. He's ready Amen. to release deliverance. He's ready yes. to release healing. Um, Amen. He, Amen. he wants to cancel those deaths. He wants to cancel those deaths. Any situation that you've gotten yourself in, God is getting ready to take you out of that mess. Amen. 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 So, so when they, um, the, we must have the right attitude when we sow, when we reap. Okay, Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse seven. I'm not gonna go to it, but it says that God He blesses a cheerful giver. Okay, God He blesses a person that gives cheerfully. Amen. There's a lot of people that when they give, they're like, "Oh my God, I'm giving my last. You know, I'm giving my tithes. I'm giving my." You know, they find a bunch of excuses to not give, to delay the giving, and, and they give out of a bitter heart, you know, or even when it comes to serving. Sometimes, um, you know, when it comes to serving, we don't do it with a right heart. You know, we start to complain, we start to murmur, and when we do that, the Bible says that those are all dead works. <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> but there's a lot of time. That works when, when it's a dead work, when you do something for God and your heart is not into it and your heart is not committed to it, you're giving it just because of the ritual, you're doing it because it's something you think you have to do, whether it's serving God, whatever it is, that's considered a dead work. And, and God will not count that. You know, some people when they go to heaven, oh, but God, but I served you. Oh, but I did this, but I did that. What Jesus said, I didn't know you. You casted out devils. You did all of this, but your heart was far from me. So God wants to make sure 
that when we are doing it, that we do it with a heart of gratitude. Every time that I would pick up people to to uh, you know to church and I would take them. I remember I used to have a disciple that lived in Fort Lauderdale, and I remember those distant trips like it was yesterday. <laughs> I remember what it was to um, you know drive all the way up to the house of peace. Um, and then come back and then have to go to school or have to work on the next day. Um, it, it was very overwhelming for me, um, you know, especially because, you know, we, we had, some of you remember those crazy seasons that we had so many people to pick up and drop off. And, and yes, uh, man. It, it was such a, yeah, <laughs> y'all remember. Um, and and um, it was such a, it was such a toll on me. But every time that I would do it, I did it out of a cheerful heart. I said, God, this is my service to you. It is pleasing unto you. I remember some days I would call, you know, when I was on the way back home and, and my eyes were like, like kind of like falling asleep. I remember, God, I know that you are pleased today with my service. I know that you are pleased today with what I've done. I know that today I served your people. I pray for them. I delivered them. I casted out those demons, um, you know, and, and I know that I did it out of a, out of a cheerful heart. I know that I did it out of, I, my heart was there. My heart was there to, to pray for these people. My heart was there to minister to those people. And I know, I know that I know that it reached the throne of God. And I want to make sure that everything that you do for the Lord, that it reaches God's throne, that God is pleased with it. Amen. Yes. God is pleased with your sowing, that God is pleased with your prayers, that every time that you're praying, that every time even that you're fasting, because sometimes we're fasting and we're so quick to have a bitter face, but but you know we have this turkey face when we're sowing, when we're fasting. But God, um, God, He sees all of that. You know, as a matter of fact, this whole week that the church is fasting, you know, people, you know, they, they want to walk around with a with a with a sad face and want to let everybody know. But God, He blesses those that do it out of their hearts. He blesses those that do it out of a cheerful heart. Um, so when we do it, we should do it with joy. When you give your tithes, those of you that work, when you give your offerings, or even those of you that maybe you feel you want to give God an offering, maybe you might say, I don't work, but I want to give God an offering. You know, tithes is um is 10% of all your income. Um, you know, um, maybe some people say, oh, but I, you know, maybe I was on PTO and I didn't work these days. Um, well, it's 10% of all your income. Um, so, um, um, you know, and then offerings is maybe you don't work, you know, maybe you were, you know, maybe your family gives you an allowance or whatever, or uh, maybe something that doesn't have to do with your ties, but you want to give it out of your heart. Maybe it's a message that really impacted you and you want to sow into that message and you want to sow, or maybe you want to bless someone. You want to sow into someone's life. Um, all of those things, <clears throat> we must do it with joy. We must sow generously. We must sow faithfully. And we must obey the voice of God. There's many times. Thank you. There's many times that I've been in a CAP conference or I've been in a powerful discipleship or a powerful um, message from dad on, on a Sunday service from our spiritual father, our pastor, um, or, or maybe our apostle from, from the campus. There's many times that I've been in a service and the message shook me so much. Like my life was like completely changed. I was not the same after that. And, and the Lord tells me, you have to sow into this message. You have to sow into this message so that the message can become, um, it can become grown in your heart. And, and there's times that I've given big offerings, you know, and I'm, I'm telling you very big offerings. Um, but I've done it out of my heart because I know that as I sow, 
I know that that which I sow, I will reap. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Amen. Everything that you sow, you will reap. And at the same time, if you sow, there's a Bible verse in the book of Proverbs that it says that if you sow discord, if you sow division, whatever it is that you sow, that is what you're going to reap. Okay, so I came here to tell you, those of you that maybe you're not reaping anything, you might say, oh my God, but I'm always attracting bad relationships. I'm always attracting bad friendships. Those are times that you have to check after your heart and you have to ask yourself, you have to ask yourself, what have I been sowing into people? Have I been complaining? Have I been, um, you know, have I been uh, maybe agitated? Maybe you're stressed out and you're releasing all that stress. What happens when you do that? you will reap those results. You will reap out of that. There's people that be, they don't reap any blessings because they don't, have, they don't have the character to be able to sustain them. They are always bitter. Amen. Criticizing people. They are always in rebellion. They don't listen to their parents. You know, the Bible says that if you don't listen to your parents, if you don't honor your parents, then, then life is going to be cut short. Honor your mother and father so that your life can be stretched, so that God can stretch your life. There's people right now that they're not reaping blessings because they have not sown blessings. They have not sown things into the atmosphere. Amen? Amen. 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 So, so right now we're going to, you know, with this I'm going to close. I want to make sure <clears throat> that, that you grab this message. Every one of you, okay, um, every one of you that are here, God has given you a channel. God has given you something that you have to be able to give to someone else. Um, you know, is it, is it uh, money? It, it doesn't have to be our money. It can be your time. It can be um, your service. It can be your prayers. Whatever it is, God has given all of us something to be able to sow into someone else. And, and, as, and as we do that, as we take those necessary steps, then God can bless us. God can provide for us. I've seen many people that they started off with a small business. And, and um, the moment that they've given big seeds onto God through a message, or maybe God spoke to them, honor this person, sow a big seed of faith, thousands of dollars, sow a big seed of faith. And all of a sudden, the, the business begins to quadruple. It begins to, um, you know, it becomes to expand in revenue. It begins to expand in gains. And, and I've seen it happen. It's a principle, even in the Bible, even investors, they follow this principle. Okay. Um, I remember when I was in the world, um, I was, I was um, trying to listen to like steps on how to get rich. And I remember that like two or three of the people that I would listen to, they would follow the principles of the scripture. They would even follow, they would even quote the Bible. Even the Bible, it says that that which you sow, that you shall reap. Because this is a principle that even investors, they are reaping those blessings and the church is not. <laughs> they are reaping the blessings out of a Bible verse that you and I, we don't have the revelation. We're not applying it and we're not seeing the breakthrough. Are we receiving? Hello? Yes, Amen. Sir. Amen. 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 So with that being said, with that being said my, heart, my heart is for all of us. You know, I was now, and I was praying for all of us to enter into that dimension of wealth, to enter into a new dimension that we are able to pull from God, 
um, whatever it is that we need, okay? Maybe it's not wealth, maybe it's deliverance. Maybe you need healing in an area. Maybe you need a miracle in your personal life. Maybe you wanna catch yourself on fire again for souls. You wanna catch on fire for God. There are seeds that you have to sow so that you can reap those rewards, okay? So I want you there where you are to close your eyes. I'm gonna begin to uh, make a prayer. We are reaching the end of this podcast and I just want to take the time to thank you for listening throughout this message. I believe that it ministered to you, that it impacted you, that it gave you a new revelation and a fresh insight of the presence of the love of God. Thank you so much. I want to take this time to speak to those that are here for the first time. Maybe it's your second time. Maybe you don't know you came here lost and and you need God. You need the presence of God. The Bible says that Jesus, he is welcoming us with open arms. The Bible says that, that all of us have sinned, that all of us have fallen short of the glory of God. I want to invite you today to make this prayer with me to receive Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and your Savior. There where you are, I want you to say with me, Dear Heavenly Father, I receive your presence. I receive your love. I repent of all of my sins and I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Thank you once again. If you are, if you, if you received, if something happened, if you have a testimony, feel free to message to us. Refer this to someone, someone that needs it, someone that needs a miracle from God. Uh, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell those that are around you so that they can listen and so that they can be filled as well with the friends of God. Look forward to seeing you the next time. God bless you.